I want you to think about the who as like your North Star. It's the ideal profile of that great hire that's going to fill in the job that you just figured out from doing the exercise that you need to fill. Welcome to Hiring School, a weekly podcast about recruiting for non-recruiters. I'm Jackie Koch, and I have over 15 years of experience prospecting talent and building teams for Fortune 500 companies, startups, and small businesses in all different types of industries. I'm the founder and CEO of People Principles, where I help founders scale and lead their teams with programs, courses, and boutique agency services. My goal is to simplify the hiring and team building process so that you, founders, and not so solopreneurs, can implement modern, effective, and efficient hiring strategies that help you build the team that you want to help you scale. If you can't seem to find the right job candidates or simply don't know where to start, you're in the right place. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the Hiring School Podcast. I'm your host, Jackie Coke, here to help you figure out who it is that you need to hire for. So we started, hopefully you've listened to the last episode and you've done the work to figure out what job role you need to hire for in your business and that it helped you get clear on what you should be actually delegating or getting off of your plate or hiring into your business. If you haven't done that, go back and listen to the what, and hopefully it will give you a good framework to figure out what it is that you need to hire in your business. Because so many of you will jump to freaking out about the how that and jump even into the how, like you're going to start talking to people, but you don't even know what it is you need to hire for or who is the right person to fill the job that you need. So you need to take a step back and go through two things before you can jump into actually talking to people and telling people that you need help. And that is figuring out what you need to hire for and then defining and clarifying who is the right fit to do that job well. And so that is what we're talking about today. We are getting you clear on who it is that you need in your business. The who is not the name of the person that is starting in two weeks. It is the work this person will do, the type of skills they need to have, the personality traits that they need to be successful on your team and in this role. It's all of those things. It's more than a job description. So if you ever work with me, you will hear that job descriptions are like the last thing we work on. And quite frankly, I think job descriptions are actually just job postings and people aren't even doing that well, which is a whole nother podcast topic that I will definitely talk about. But save your time and don't go Googling a job description and think you need to write a job description. Bear with me, listen to those podcasts and I will probably have you creating something a little bit different. That's similar, but better. So let's dig in. I want you to think about the who as like your North Star. It's the ideal profile of that great hire that's gonna fill in the job that you just figured out from doing the exercise that you need to fill. So you've identified what the person will do in your business. And that is just the first step. So think about, have you ever hired somebody that you felt was going to be perfect? 
They were going to solve all of your bottlenecks. They were going to help your business grow and be a great addition to your team. They were going to give you more time to work in your business. Or maybe you haven't ever felt that way yet, but I promise you, you will. And I promise you, I have felt that way, that great, we're going to make this higher and everything's going to be great. And they've started, you know, they're humming along. And then all of a sudden there's issues, issues that you can't believe are happening, like communication issues, or they don't show up on time, or they actually are not a good writer. And I need them to be a good writer for this job or they don't like talking to customers and they need to talk to customers for this job. Something comes up and you're like, how are they not performing? How did I not know this? How did I not see these red flags in the interview process? It's not the questions you didn't ask. Well, it might be, but we'll get to that. You know, the root cause of it is actually you did not clarify who the right ideal fit was for the job you identified. You jumped in saying, I need help. Who do you know? I'm going to hire my brother's best friend to do this, right? And not saying that's a bad idea, but you need to get clarity on who it is that's going to help you do the business and what kinds of skills they need and then ask about it and make sure they can do it. So that is where you went wrong most likely. At the end of the day, who you hire are still humans. They are going to make mistakes. You are going to make mistakes in hiring. Like at the end of the day, it's still a human. But by following this process, the what, the who, and then worrying about the how, you're likely to make better decisions. And that's what we all want. So bad hires, we know, cost a lot of money. All the other things we've already talked about can contribute really either positively, well, Good hires contribute very positively, right? Bad hires don't. So you want to make sure that you do everything you can to hire them. And it's taking some time to do this front end work before you start talking to people, which I know you have so much stuff on your plate. I get it. Trust me, but this is worth it. And you'll do it once and you'll be like, this was worth it. This is where what I call a role rubric comes in and it really becomes critical it really defines the roadmap for what you're going to find out in the interview or screening process. And it also creates a framework for when the person is hired for their onboarding. So they know what's expected of them and what they're going to be working on. It's a tool that is meant to help you define the scope of the job, but more importantly, the type of person who will be able to perform it well. So that is the secret sauce, right? You want to define the type of person that will do the job well and figure out how you can identify them. You're not like running off to Google and being like, what does a social media manager do? And like looking for someone and just copying and pasting somebody else's job description. You're actually gonna like think about your business and your goals and what needs to happen in the next year so that your business hits its goals so that you can clearly articulate what needs to happen in your business, not what a social media manager does for a company that's completely unrelated to yours, right? So that is what this will do. Two, create the role rubric. There are a few different sections to it. So 
there is the responsibilities and outcomes or core deliverables is first. Sometimes that's the hardest place to start, to be honest, but I always list that at the top because as you're going through it with the person when they start, it just makes sense, right? Like, it's like, this is what you're going to do. I'll go through that in a second, but the deliverables and outcomes are one section. The expertise and skills are another section. And then core values is another section. So I like to think about what you're going to do, right? Is the deliverables and the outcome, what you need to get done, what you're going to be responsible for that is deliverables and outcome core values and the expertise and skills are like kind of how you do it. I'll dig into these a little bit more, but for sake of what I think is the easiest way to do it, I'm going to actually start bottom to top first of the list. So, and I guess it really doesn't matter if you make the list this way. It's just the way that my worksheet works for when I share it with clients, but let's start with core values. So it's typically like three to five. And I want you to think, and I think I mentioned this in a previous episode, what are things that every person who joins your team should have? What are the traits and qualities that you are not willing to teach? Or everyone's going to like ebb and flow in some of these things, but what are the three to five things that anyone who joins your company needs to have a high level of mastery at? Some examples are like work ethic, always do your best is one that I love, communication. And communication, you should define it, right? There's a couple different areas of communication. Like, are you clear and concise? And as one, and then another version of communication is more on the like emotional intelligence. Ooh, emotional intelligence is a great core value. So what are those? And then my favorite and one that I'm taking from my, one of my last companies is just like a genuine curiosity for the world. Somebody who's a curious person is going to try to figure stuff out on their own more likely than not, or at least wonder why something is the way it is so that it, it can help them downstream. So genuine curiosity is one that I love. So think about what those core values are for you. One might be joy. One might be enthusiasm. One might be personal development. One might be personal responsibility. Like there's a lot of different core values that you can really dial in. So start there. And then think about expertise and skill, either expertise and skills could come come next or the deliverables and outcomes could come next. So let's do deliverables and outcomes next. So here you want to list five to seven things that this role or the person in the role will need to complete or own in the next year. Like you should think in year long sprints. I think too many people get overwhelmed with like, who should I hire? That's going to be here for five years, right? Like the reality is, it's like someone who's at a business for 18 months to two years is like a solid stint, especially if you're like a small business, right? And somebody can do a lot in two years in your business. Like your business might not even be the same in two years from now. So you might not even need them in that job in two years. So a great, and plus like a really solid employee after two years is likely ready to develop and grow into different areas. Sometimes that's in your business and sometimes that's not. So think about year long stint for this, maybe 18 months. Like what are the things that needs to get done in the next year? So, you know, five to seven things. So if you were hiring a, let's say social media manager, create and develop and manage a annual marketing calendar. That would be one of the deliverables. Create and manage a social media posting strategy. 
could be another one. Create a content calendar. Like there's just a lot of different things that you can think of or that, you know, you can come up with for each role. And so think about five to seven of the things that you need. So like if you already have marketing, Mike, let's say you already have podcast. One of the goals might be increase podcast downloads by 10% by the end of the year. Or, you know, some sort of metric improvement is always a good deliverable to have. So that's really what you want to do for deliverables and outcomes. And then the last piece is expertise and skills. So list out the five to seven core skills or expertise that the person needs to have to be able to do the job, to do the job well. So if you're hiring for a marketing manager for an e-com brand, the person will likely need to have a deep understanding of direct-to-consumer marketing practices and tactics. They need to probably have proven leadership capabilities, especially if you think that they're, you're going to have to hire a team. So proven leadership capabilities, like has hired, built, and mentored a marketing team before. Expertise in implementing and managing marketing platforms and tools such as HubSpot. And then... They need to have influential communication skills, right? If you're in marketing, you're influencing buyer behavior. So you'd be able to influence people. So you need to think about that as it relates to the job that you need to hire and think about what makes them skilled. And the reason why all of these things are so important is you're going to develop an interview process so that you're assessing for these things and they're specific to your business. They're not just some general marketing role or something that you found online. So that is what you want to build to develop the who. You want to create a rubric and in that rubric, you're going to list out core values that are important for everybody on your team to have. Like what are the non-negotiables and always look for them. That's what creates your culture. Two, expertise and skills. What expertise and skills does this person need in order to do this job? And then deliverables and outcomes. What are five to seven things they need to accomplish in the next year in this job? And so when you have all of that developed and written out, then you're able to go out and figure out who it is you need to hire for and interview them and design an interview process that assesses for these things. The other thing that I kind of mentioned that I do think is so important to hit on is these role scorecards can be your performance review process. So on this person's first day, you're going to pop up the scorecard and you're going to be like, hey, we hired you because we think you're going to be really great at all of these things. And we believe that you share these core values, these core strengths, these core qualities that our whole team does. And that's why we've hired you. And you're going to go over all of it. You're going to explain that this is what they're being held accountable to. And then in 90 days, you're going to pull it up again. And you're going to be like, so how are you doing? You know, you're going to have a conversation around how you're doing with these things. Maybe in the expertise, you find that they don't have the level of mastery you thought they did in some area. How can you help them learn it? How can you help support them and, and develop that skill a little bit more? It doesn't mean they're going to get fired if there's like things that you believe you can support them in improving on, but it gives a framework for like, we expected you to be good at this. You're not, obviously you would not say it that way, but it helps you figure that out. And then the deliverables, you can be like, where are we at to this deliverable, this metric, you know, what have you? 
I always think about the core values as like, how are you being when you're at work? Like, are you exhibiting these core values, right? So that's how I like to look at values. And then after a year, when you want to do another review process, you pull it back out and you're like, all right, how'd you do this stuff? And guess what? You're a small business. Some of it might be like, you know what? We thought this is what we needed for the deliverable, but we actually changed it. And this is why. And it just helps you have that conversation and like, hey, let's develop what your deliverables are for the next year. And so it helps you in that conversation and it gives you something to go off of instead of just being very subjective and trying at the last minute to be like, oh, how did they do over the last year? You don't have anything to track it against. So these rubrics can be used for so many things within your team. So that is how you figure out who it is that you need to hire for. The next episodes are going to be, and it might actually end up being two episodes, but about the how, designing the interview process, as well as the interview questions that you'll need to create to really identify the good ones and the, and the right fits for the roles that you need. So as always, thank you for tuning in and please make sure that you follow Hiring School on Apple Podcasts and rate and review. It's how we will help more entrepreneurs learn this skill. You can follow me on Instagram at People Principles and visit our podcast site at hiringschool.com. See you next week.